thank you so much first of all for agreeing to do this earlier than our scheduled time i'm a really anxious person and so if i know same that, same same with me <laughs> if i schedule something I, the whole day i'll be thinking about that exactly so. i was going to say yeah. acting thank you for pre-morning me <laughs> chalo on that note let's start our podcast yes yes okay thank you tarun for agreeing to be on this podcast and being my very first guest i'm i'm really excited for this podcast and i've wanted to do it since a long long time so a lot of people from the audience have asked questions but before that i i want to ask you a few questions myself so for the audience can you introduce yourself tell us something about yourself hi uh, i'm tarun i'm based in bangalore and uh, currently i'm pursuing my bachelor's in business administration i run this handle on instagram called uh, mr desi feminist where i talk about patriarchy toxic masculinity and sexual shame from a cisgender heterosexual male perspective and i'm super glad for being the first guest on your podcast thank you i'm glad that you're here and uh, really happy that you mentioned about your page can you talk a little bit more about it when did you start the page and i also want to know if being vocal on instagram has changed you in any way if it has had any impact in your life so i started mr desi feminist right after i turned 18 and i'm 20 years of age now there's so much to learn from other creators and being exposed to different perspectives and networking with people who are working in this space widened my understanding of things and i would say that i'm more aware of the privileges i have as a cishet man and also i'm more open to working on myself uh people say that being vocal is difficult and uh, uh, might invite danger but trust me being vocal is actually so much easier than being silent of course there would be judgment from people and uh, shedding that shame or fear is a slow and non-linear process i myself didn't reveal my identity until i felt safe but it is definitely worth it uh also i do acknowledge the fact that there are a lot of us whose safety gets compromised when they are vocal and i completely agree with what you said about perspectives getting widened in the process so in all these years i think it's been about 4 years for me since i've been creating content on instagram and the one thing i've realized is how much i do not know uh, so I, i've started realizing that there are a lot of things that i have to learn and keep growing being a content creator uh, i started looking at my own privileges um, a lot of privileges whether it be of caste or heterosexual identity or cis identity a lot of privileges that i hold and i think that is one important thing for a content creator to be able to grow and evolve no matter where you're starting from so another thing that i related to with what you said earlier was that you didn't reveal your identity right in the beginning when you started your work and i relate with that because even i didn't and i think that's something really important uh, for people to understand who want to start being vocal and 
want to put their thoughts out there is that a lot of people have this notion that they need to reveal their identity and they need to take their thoughts and be out there for the world to see which is not true i think it's completely okay to be imperfect feminists it's okay to have imperfect views it's okay to not reveal your identity it's or reveal as much as you want to reveal no one needs to be the perfect feminist right when they start and uh, what what matters is that you grow no matter where you start from i think that's most important that's brilliant chenna when i started out i didn't know a whole lot of things but when i started engaging with different creators from different walks of life i could notice the change in the way i present my content and i think my content evolved uh, accordingly over time at this point in my life thanks to my mentor sangeeta balusarathi and uh, my close friends Uh, I'm exploring the overlap between patriarchy, intergenerational patterns, trauma, caste, and religion, and I'm genuinely having fun exploring this. It was only possible because I was exposed to different perspectives. Right, I agree completely, and thank you for sharing that. So another question that I had was that so you had mentioned on your stories that. you are a former ca student and that you had to convince your parents to choose a different career path so what has that journey been like for you okay so let's talk about ca trauma now uh, i wasn't particularly interested in ca when i joined but i thought i was because i grew up believing that one needs to be a high achiever to earn respect but uh, soon i realized that it wasn't for me Unfortunately I cleared my CA foundation in my first attempt so I was forced to continue it for one more year until it started affecting my mental health so I gave my CA inter exams and uh, I realized that it was unhealthy for me and it was harming me so I decided to quit and uh, that made a lot of difference uh quitting was really hard and i'm still dealing with it but it's totally worth it when you join something you may or may not know uh, a lot of things about it but i would say when you quit something you know exactly why you did it uh convincing wo- uh, my parents was very difficult uh they were concerned and i respect that uh i took a decision for myself without uh, waiting for their approval and it worked uh, they they were initially disheartened but uh, they have learned to cope with it so i'm i'm glad about that i'm currently pursuing my bachelor's in business administration and i have zero clue what i want from life and what i'm going to do but i feel a sense of safety and i believe that when you feel safe you make good decisions i would be interested in an entrepreneurial uh, model that would have social impact as well but uh, i don't know anything about how i can make it happen i do not think i am the right person to advise people on this but uh, i just want to say that quitting something and following your passion isn't a linear path you need not decide what your passion is in order to quit something i didn't quit earlier because i didn't know what my passion was i still don't uh, defining passion itself is a pretty difficult
task to be honest and creating a safety net is even more hard but making changes to your life would definitely make you feel more safe and you'll figure out something uh, so my point is that there's nothing wrong or shameful about taking the easier path so even if you don't know what your passion is you don't deserve to suffer in something you are remotely interested in correct i first of all love that you chose the path that was right for you and you let go of the one that seemed difficult and i really believe that it's not wrong at all to choose the re- easy path because when you are naturally good at something then it then that work seems easy for you for example it's easy to be a feminist content creator for you because it comes naturally to you and it might be difficult for someone else who's des- destined to do something else in life so i think that notion that you're supposed to choose a difficult path in life in order to be successful i don't agree with that i think the work that you are truly good at and what comes naturally to you will also feel easy and there's nothing wrong with that so absolutely i love it chandra i yeah. i just loved how you put it and so i think it really young still and you have a lot of yours to explore and find the right path for yourself um you're exploring and i think that's the most important thing when it comes to career you'll i'm sure you'll land on the right path for you uh awesome so we can move to the questions that the audience has asked for us uh the first question is from ninja nari who is namrata kilpadi from change.org and she has asked what does it mean to be a feminist man so i believe that being a feminist man means two things uh, a being aware about uh, male privilege and b uh, realizing that patriarchy harms and wounds men as a collective uh, i would take myself as an example i had a lot of insecurities and i still do uh have a lot of insecurities and uh i've come to it it has come to a point where i realized that these insecurities are actually because of patriarchy and a lot of men don't realize that patriarchy is their enemy too a lot of toxic shame that men feel is because of patriarchy men will realize it when they start doing the work being a feminist doesn't mean being perfect none of us are perfect we are all feminists in progress and we are figuring it out together so acknowledging the privileges you have is the first step also i would say that uh, being or trying to be a feminist man means digging deep and working on yourself that's where we all start and it is definitely going to be challenging but there are plenty of women who are welcoming and supportive and i'm actually looking at one such person right now thank you i love this line being a feminist doesn't mean being perfect so yeah. important to know that like so, you said right choice uh, you need to be able to choose the safest uh, route like for example a lot of my friends have narcissistic parents and uh, rebelling against them would put them in a more unsafe condition uh, so i can't 
i can't you know shake them and tell them you have to fight you have to do this right that's that's very violent and uh, exactly. the good advice uh, good advice would be to tell them that you can you can choose and if this this is something that uh, makes you feel safe uh, not not rebelling again or not speaking out or uh, you know doing certain things uh if doing these things would keep you safe and uh maybe talking against them would put you in far worse unsafe conditions then you then it's okay like you do not have to carry that burden and uh, and yeah it comes with a lot of religious different people have different environments different life situations uh different yes. capabilities different power dynamics different things at stake that you might yeah. not have so yes empathy is so important you need to uh, be empathetic to people's situations that's very very important i think it's really wrong for people to um force people to do things or say things so a lot of times i get Uh, a lot of dms saying that um, you know you should say this or you should talk about that or you should have a particular stand on this thing and i'm like no i get to choose what i want to be vocal about i get to choose what my boundaries are and i think that that is very essential to feminism giving people letting people have that choice on what they want to do and what feels right to them absolutely chen i think both of us are expected to talk about everything that happens but uh, we choose the things we want to address i think it is very crucial uh, to our work because a it will exhaust us and b simply because uh, we should have the agency to choose our battles and no one has the right to judge us for uh, choosing our own battles correct and another very important thing to realize is that we have limited energy right we are just one person and we have other things to do as well it's not like anyone is paying us to have these opinions or to fight misogyny no one is paying us we have to you know build our careers go out in the world work and on top of that for doing this work we have to face a lot of uh abuse trolls uh, shaming and so we have to work on making ourselves stronger in order to endure that abuse so i think it's it's really important that people should not have these like humongous expectations from change makers and even change makers should not have such expectations from themselves i think we should learn to be easy on ourselves and realize that we only have limited energy so this is a mic drop yeah. moment <laughs> thank you uh, so tarun uh, you mentioned something about insecurities that you had growing up because of patriarchy so do you mind sharing a little bit more about that and i also want to know if feminism has helped you overcome those insecurities in any way yes uh, definitely i would love to share so when i started out i had a lot of internalized shame uh, i had shame around expressing my emotions sexual shame and also the shame around being my authentic self as i said earlier 
I love to explore the overlap between patriarchy, intergenerational patterns, and trauma. And I think my feminist work, parallelly with my uh, mental health journey, helped me to see patriarchy as a systematic threat on a personal level. Also, there's an element of childhood trauma. Uh, as I started digging more deep, a lot of things from my childhood got triggered, and I started remembering things from the past that. i thought i don't remember anymore and uh, that's how i started connecting the dots and i always say this know where your boundaries lie uh, when you know where your boundaries lie you know when to say no and when you have solid boundaries and when you know when to say no you would know how to respect others boundaries and you would take a no so the work starts from you This is a mic drop moment too. So thank uh, you. I I really love what you said, Tarun, and also the work that you're doing, and the work that a lot of us have to do in order to unlearn these childhood traumas is so difficult. Like that journey in itself is so difficult because, like you said, it triggers a lot of things from our childhood, and we've learned to accept. that those things have happened and then learn how to let go of them how we can be better uh, human beings in the present and in the future so that we don't pass on these same toxic traits to the next generation and yeah now i realize that uh, you know childhood should be a very safe period for a child because it can seriously mess you up and i've been trying to unlearn a lot of things but i still sometimes i still fall in those old patterns but uh, it's it's work in progress so maybe being a feminist man means exploring basically for for me personally it was working on my trauma that's what it was that's how it started i love uh, that answer and also i believe that feminism should be accessible to people I don't understand when I see some feminists categorizing feminists and putting people into boxes. Uh, I just don't understand it, and uh, I just don't understand how it is helpful because people have real experiences, people have lived experiences, and if feminism doesn't give them the agency to choose, what good is it, and how will it be accessible? uh sometimes i think that we both get tagged together and trolled by some feminists and there's a pattern that they follow firstly they assign a label and uh, then bash you up using that label i have zero clue how that is helpful to anybody right and that's how i think labels work right so they've already defined that if this one label applies to you then these three other labels will also apply to you automatically and that's that's very delusional in my head i don't understand how that works or how that can be true because people can be multidimensional right it's not necessary that everybody has to exist in these isolated boxes and personally i'm not a fan of uh, throwing labels at people i think it's something that a person needs to do very intentionally so for example feminist is a label that i've chosen myself for myself and i've chosen it because it holds a lot of meaning for me it it means something to me so 
personally i feel like that's that's how intentional people should be with labels and not just go around throwing them on other people uh, the next question is by geeto remon uh they asked why do people always say that why do you call it feminism and not humanism when you want equality for everyone so i have a very interesting theory about this so uh, i <laughs> recall a renowned uh, male personality saying i believe in humanism not feminism when asked about fe- uh, feminism and i'm <laughs> laughing while i say this so i get yeah. a, uh, i get tons of dms and comments asking why feminism and why not humanism from very young people and i bet none of them know or are bothered to know the actual meaning of feminism or humanism uh they say it just because they heard their favorite influencer or public figure say it okay. uh most of these public figures who say things like these are extremely privileged and when they mm-hmm. say such things uh it becomes easy for people to use their lines to gaslight feminists and feminism like i always say uh feminism is the systematic solution to something systematic as patriarchy also it's very important to reflect how much of your opinions are actually yours and how much of uh your opinions and your values are from a different person yeah i think that's very very important tarun so feminism versus humanism thing i feel is so stupid because humanism first of all is not even what you think it is it's not a movement yeah. for people's rights or equality and like you said so you mentioned about how uh, these things that popular people have said people use these things to gaslight other women into believing that feminism is something about uh, hating men or demeaning men or wanting this superiority over men which i think is completely untrue so this is something i'd never thought of before from this perspective i think another wrong notion that people have is that feminists are supposed to be of a certain type so they're supposed to be angry serious all the time and any feminist discussion should be heavy it should be a uh, it's supposed to be something that's going to take a lot of your energy and why this troubles me is that I, so i'm not trying to invalidate anyone's anger or anyone's any kind of emotion that they have uh my only problem with this is that when we have these notions around feminist conversations then a lot of people use that to say that oh this is a very serious topic so i am not going to listen to this because i'll have to invest a lot of my time and energy into it or uh, being a feminist is not something healthy because feminists are always angry so uh, what do you think about that so i think a lot of people internalize this idea that uh, you can't be happy as a feminist and it's sad that sometimes even feminists internalize this idea because we are sold this idea by movies media etc that in order to bring change you need to sacrifice a lot of things uh, there was a time when i used to believe this and uh, i used to believe that uh, my mind would be constantly pointing out things and i'll never be able to have fun. 
but over time i realized that it's a good thing that my mind points out things because that way i will be very uh, clear about my boundaries and i'll be very uh, very strong with with my boundaries so i'll be able to set solid boundaries and i will have uh, more time for the fun play in life so i have zero regrets about being a feminist and i have a lot of fun uh, with my friends family uh, so yeah i try to appreciate the little things in life and uh, also i want to acknowledge that unfortunately all this comes with a lot of privilege right i think so i think what you said about having fun being fun loving and enjoying the little things in life it uh, it's something that all of us should strive for i think it's an ideal situation for all of us but unfortunately like you said it comes from a place of privilege having that balance is a privilege yes but i think that is a better ideal for us to strive for and not the fact that we're supposed to be angry or supposed to suffer in our pursuit of trying to create change uh is something i feel and i think we should all pat on our back that we are aware about things and even here we have the agency to like we are choosing uh, uh and like we are choosing the people around us and how we want to interact with them so yeah feminism actually helps you have more fun with the people who matter in your life absolutely and people who are anyway so when you start to understand your own boundaries and you know that these are the things that you're okay with and these are the things you're not okay with then people who don't respect those boundaries should anyway not be in your life and i think your life then becomes a lot more better you become happier healthier because of these boundaries so yeah these notions i think are completely false and uh, yeah. i've become much happier since i've been a feminist what about you yeah i've been very happy since i've become a feminist chanda yeah. like initially there were people uh, who did not engage with me much uh, but i'm so glad that uh, you know they are not there in my life anymore so jisko jana hai jaane do it's okay, okay. like you i I've, i found uh, brilliant people uh, in my life and right. uh, i'm i'm very glad about it right when you grow you also find people in that bandwidth right you find better people you find people that you can learn from and grow with i have one last question for you uh, i want to know what is it that drives you what is your inspiration to create this change uh, i think i have clearly defined what my area of work is and uh, i clearly know that it's not my place to advise women on what they should or shouldn't do with their lives Uh, so often times when women ask the men in their lives to work on themselves their reaction uh, is something like men can't change and uh, this is how men are and are always going to be so i want that to change i want 
woman to tell such men that see there's tarun he's a cishet man and he talks about how men can work on themselves and if he can do it you can also do it so i think this is my way of extending solidarity to women and uh, i think this is what inspires me the most and uh, also on a personal level feminism allows me to express my feelings and uh, uh be my authentic self and at the same time in a very uh, like i don't think anybody would have uh, spoken about this but uh, in a weird way feminism and my mental health journey go parallelly together so that is also something that is very fulfilling to me on a personal level so yeah i think that's what inspires me to make a difference first of all it is so important the work that you are doing because people need role models right people need good role models so you are setting a very good example for other cis het men out there that it's possible and you are also showing women that it's possible to be this person who is aware of things and who cares about creating change um so on that front i think you are doing a great job and another thing i feel uh, is that one one very important quality when it comes in life when it comes to life and uh, i'm talking like i'm an 80 year old saying this <laughs> like i have a lot of That's life okay. experience or anything but i do not but this is something that i've experienced in my life is that being authentic has helped me a lot it has attracted a lot of good things in my life because i started making the right decisions for me i started choosing the right things and i see that in you as well i see that you're really authentic uh, you've been authentic on this podcast and you're that way on your instagram page as well and so i think that's going to bring you a lot of good things in life and you're going to grow a lot and uh, so all the best arun for all the work that you're doing and um, i i wish you all the best thank you so much for being here and giving me your time uh for for people who are listening uh i want to tell you that this is the third time we are recording this and tarun has been so kind <laughs> with his time and uh agreed to do this again and again with me so thank you so much tarun same to you as well chinna i have a feeling that this podcast will be a huge hit and uh, i wish you lots and lots of success thanks for having me on your podcast bye bye Thank you. Bye, Tarun.